Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Betting with Babies. It's week four, and we are starting to find our groove. Starting to see themes of this year's NFL season. We've got the underdogs who have dominated the spread for the first three weeks of the year. Will that continue in week four? We shall see. We've got a great show for you planned this evening. We've got our week four best bets, our touchdown score rankings, community picks, and much, much more. But before we get into all that, we've got the team that helps you balance your babies and bets, Mr. No Days Off and Maddie Stats. How we doing, gentlemen? What's going on, guys? I'm flying high after another amazing victory over the Buffalo Bills last weekend. We play on Thursday night against the Bengals, which means I have a whole weekend free. I got a lot of stuff planned for me and Luca, which I'm very excited about. Taking him to do some activities on a Sunday. You know, you only get one or two a year, so you got to take advantage of it with the family. It's a dad note right there. And uh, I'm just I'm just on top of the world, enjoying the ride of being 3-0. and Let's do it. The Cowboys with another win with Cooper Rush. The Dolphins are 3-0. and Tua is riding high and climbing the MVP charts. And as a Jets fan, I'm sitting at 1-2. and two. Still feeling pretty good about 1-2. and two. But this is your week. Zachy boy's coming back. This is the week and in a great spot against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm feeling very optimistic. A great spot? Well, arguably a good spot. (laughs) I mean, who are you arguing with? Are you arguing with your kid? Because that's the only argument you're going to win here. That's a defense I want him to come back against. It's a tough defense to play, but I like our defense against their offense. And I think we'll win that matchup. And uh, Trubisky's going to be in trouble. I think this is the week we actually will see Kenny Pickett. Really? Maybe not in the game, no. but following this week, they might not want to put him back out there. That's why wait. I think the Jets' defense is real. You had me confused. I was like, wait, is he not dressing? <laughs> no, well, I he's, mean, he's dressing. Yeah, we'll get into that game a little bit more. But the team's riding high, and we've got good reason to do it. There's optimism in the air. And coming off of our pod picks from last week, we went 3-0. and with our pod picks. All of us now are on the board with a win. Um, we just need a little bit of time to warm up, to kind of see what the teams were giving us. Now we know who we can trust and who we can't. Um, so I took the Ravens at minus two and a half. That covered. Teddy took the Packers at plus one and a half. That also covered. Packers look good. Uh, I think they're only going to get better and better as the year goes out. And Maddie took the Jacks, who might be the surprise of the season. Um, we should spend some time on the Jags for a second. Are the Jags real or are they a flash in the no. pan? No. They'll, they'll finish no. maybe around 500, but they're not a playoff team. No. But the data it, says that they're a better team and the books have kind of not caught up yet. Well, what happened with that line is in the, it came out plus seven, right? It opened plus seven. Mm-hmm. Then. Herbert isn't going to play, so it goes all the way down to plus three and a half, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Herbert plays, and it goes back up to plus six, yeah. right? And so a lot of movement there. And Herbert didn't look like himself. He was injured. You know, he wasn't playing, like, he's slinging her around. He was definitely throwing it early before contact. And unfortunately, I think that's going to be the next few weeks for Herbert. And he lost a receiver and his starting left tackle. On the yeah. IR. So, do the Chargers get banged up every year? 
every Chargers single. Up. There, <laughs> there's certain teams that just are always injury prone. Yeah, and you got to think like whether it's the strength and conditioning coach or the the field that they play on. I don't know what it is, but Chargers are banged up. The, this was the perfect Vegas storyline, right? Think of all the people who jumped on the Chargers at minus three and a half, thinking that yeah. they were like the smartest people on the planet. Like, mm-hmm. oh, got the news, Herbert's out. No, he's back in. Let's bet this as much as we can. Like, didn't matter. Jags nope. dominated the Chargers. Yeah, I think they're in solo possession of first. I mean, only two and one, but still, that's still impressive being yeah. that by themselves. Don't quote me on that. I'm going to look it up right now. See what Turns happens when you, you have a, a little... competent coach, right? We're on Is the that where you were you going? Sorry to cut you off. No, that's exactly where I was going. See what happens when you get a little bit of professionalism in the leadership role and you get a coach who's competent, knows what they're doing? got a good roster they've been having top five picks for the last eight years yeah. all right well maddie was all over the jags probably the easiest bet of the whole week uh and so we went three and zero with our best bets last week and we feel great about it uh for our touchdown scores we are also heating up as well and we'll talk a little bit more about that so before we get into week four pod picks we did want to do a segment called community picks We posted a poll on the page this week, and we asked everyone on our Instagram page, who is your lock of the week? And so we got a bunch of submissions, which we really appreciate. A lot of good bets here. So what we want to do is give you some stats to back up your bets. So if you're listening and you posted, we're going to give you our three bets that we pulled randomly and give you some stats to back it up. And so first up, we've got one of our followers on the Instagram page. Michael Adams 25 says the lock of the week is the Cowboys up against the Commanders. Maddie stats, what do we got? All right. So we actually have 54% of the cash, but only 25% of the tickets on the commander. So at first glance, I don't like that if you're thinking Cowboys this week. Um, I actually consider taking this game as my pod pick of the week. And I just decided I didn't want to cheer against the Cowboys. So I there's a couple other pieces of data in there, but I would fade that pick. Okay. Teddy, any thoughts on that pick? Cooper Rush going against Commanders? Yeah, Cooper Rush. I mean, Matty, is he for real? As I, Not as a starter. As you can like, notice, he, I avoided the Cooper Rush topic. No, yeah. he is not for real. Like, if you watch, he's bad. They're winning games. They're winning the game on the defense's back. He'll give you a drive. He can get you here. He can get you there. He's not going to elevate your team. Dak yeah. is a way better quarterback than Cooper Rush. And any of that, like, Cooper Rush talk is yeah. out of control. You know, I really hope that Jerry Jones stirs the pot on this one. I feel like he's going to stir the pot just to like motivate Dak. Well, he thinks he's going to motivate Dak. I'm really going to mind screw Dak. And so, you know, he's going to have a whole thing going on with the Cowboys because Jerry Jones has got to be the worst owner in sports. I mean, he loves a QB controversy. There's no more attention you can get from a QB controversy in your franchise quarterback. But Cooper Rush, at the very least, has earned himself some money in the NFL. As a backup quarterback. So, all right. So Cowboys are not, the the, the money is not following this bet. Um, so good luck, whether you go with it or not. Our advice, probably stay away from Cowboys uh, commanders. Next up, community picks. We've got Raztastic Voyage. Shout out to Raz. He's going with the Vikings in London against the Saints. What do the stats say? All right, so in this one, we got 88% of the cash and 77% of the tickets on the Vikings. This one opened up at New Orleans plus one and has bounced all the way up to New Orleans plus three before settling at plus 2.5 earlier today. 
Kirk Cousins is looking pretty good from a PFF grade standpoint. So he's got a 72.8. But Winston, on the other hand, has looked pretty awful the past couple of weeks. He's got a 65.3 PFF grade. Winston's got a bad back, right? What's his deal? He's dealing with a few fractures in his back. He's playing through pain. I haven't liked their offense. Even when they won, they had to come back from like 24 points down. I just don't like back in a bet with that Saints offense. Kamara hasn't looked himself. Has Kamara, is he falling off? Yeah, he's taking a step back. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's the offense, Breeze, uh, you know, lack of Breeze. I don't know what it is, but he definitely hasn't looked like the Kamara in uh, years past. No, and we can't consider this a primetime game since it's at 9 a.m. in the morning. But if it was a primetime game, we would definitely fade this pick because we know that Kirk Cousins is not a primetime quarterback, has yet to win a game in primetime. But at 9 a.m. in London, can we? do we consider this a primetime game? Wow, that's such a great point. And I, I, something I, I did not consider that. Oh, that's he weird. Gets, They're starting at 2 p.m. in London? He gets really nervous. He gets really nervous on the big stage and it's enough games that I feel like it's, it's a thing, you know, what is it? Oh, and nine. Oh, and nine. But the the, the roster is there. It's, I feel like I'm with this every year with the Vikings. They just under deliver. Yeah. But for this bet, money says go with the Vikings. Good pick Raz. And then for our third community pick, we've got Jay Z one, two, one, four. He says the Falcons Browns over is the lock of the week. Hands down, lock it in. What do the stats say? All right. So for the Falcons Browns, we actually have 88% of the cash on the over and 70% of the tickets on the over. So that one is looking pretty good. Uh, You got two pretty bad quarterbacks. Like they could just go and slug it out. So I'm personally not betting that. I'm not betting it over in a Browns-Falcons game in a year when it feels like every game is an under, but that's just me. I agree with you. For an over, you really have to like the offenses, and the Browns are giving the ball to Chubb a ton. Hunt's getting his touches too, but I can't rely on Brissett, Jacoby Brissett to play multiple good games in a row. I mean, coming from a Dolphin fan, I had to watch that man go out there for about four games and I mean, he wasn't even getting the ball off. I, 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 I don't trust him. You know, it, it's PTSD from last year, but I'm staying, staying away from it too. All right. Well, the money backs you, but the team doesn't love it. Um, I, I'll just say one thing on Cleveland. When they get Deshaun Watson back, this is a yeah. scary team. Agreed. If they can get in the playoffs and avoid maybe having to play the one seed, I mean, this is a roster that you do not want to see in the playoffs although you forgot one key aspect they are the browns they so are the browns. everything our whole life has the browns are gonna browns yeah and so somehow they'll mess this up also deshaun watson hasn't played football in two years <laughs> yeah. i still kind of just that doesn't matter to me i just kind of feel like he's gonna get on the field throw five touchdowns and run for 50 yards but what Bursette's doing this run game and that defense when healthy, you don't want to see the Browns. But all right, so that's our community picks. Thank you guys for the submissions. We got over 30 submissions on the page. We didn't post that too long ago, so really appreciate the engagement. If you didn't hear your pick this week, we'll continue to post these polls. Send them in. We want to hear your bets, and we want to give you the data to back it up. 
So let's get into our pod picks for this week. This is where we give you our best bets of the week. We've got an annual competition going on. We've got some big prizes on the line. You want to be in first and you don't want to be in last. So right now for our standings, we've got Maddie Stats sitting at the top of the leaderboard. He is two and one on the year. Teddy and myself are tied at one and two with our pod picks, getting our first win. We're on the board. So let's see what we got for this week. Teddy, you got the first game on the board this week. Who do we got? Well, I just want to say first one's the hardest. So we got that out of the way. And now it's nothing but up. Uh, my pod pick this week is the Chiefs versus the Bucks. Maddie, talk to me. All right. So we've got 87% of the cash and 71% of the tickets on the Chiefs. The line's been all over the place with this one, with it opening up at Bucks 1. 5, uh, plus one and a half before bouncing up to two and a half, before coming down rapidly to one today. The Chiefs come into this one relatively healthy, which we can't say the same for the Bucks. Last week, Brady was without any legit wide receivers, and he will be happy to welcome back Mike Evans coming off suspension, and he may even get a shot to have Julio and Godwin back, who both practice today in limited capacities. Brady, who has one of the fastest times to throw in the league at 2.2 seconds per play, is having a terrible time when passing under pressure. That offensive line is very suspect this year. And he has a 54.6 passer rating under pressure versus Mahomes, who has a 119 passer rating while under pressure. Things also look great in the trenches for the KC offensive line this week, where they have a 15% advantage against the pass and an even bigger 32% advantage against the run. I like that um, passer rating under pressure. Right, Casey's Lions have a have an advantage. So with all that, I'm loving the Chiefs. Let's get get me back up to 500. Amato, what do you think? I like it. I like this spot here. I mean, both teams are coming off a loss. Uh, Brady, I don't know the stats off the top of my head, but I don't know how often he loses back to back games. So that's my only hesitation. But when you look at these teams play, I just don't see how the Bucks offense can keep up. With the Chiefs, they do get Mike Evans back coming off a of suspension, so that does change some things. I like the pick. I'd follow it. Lock it in. Teddy's on the Chiefs, plus one. Matty Stats, you are next up on the board. Who do we got? All right, so I'm taking the Bills at Ravens, and I'm taking the Ravens plus three. In this one, we have 84% of the cash and 52% of the tickets on the Ravens. This one opened up at Baltimore plus four, but has moved to plus three with all of the early betting and the heavy action on the Ravens. The Ravens are a fundamentally sound team with Lamar Jackson playing his best football since his MVP season with a PFF grade of 81.5. His MVP season was graded at a 91.5 for the record. Lamar currently has the second highest time to throw in the league, which is currently is at 3.18 seconds and what that does it allows the ravens wide receivers which are all pretty average at best it makes them look like superstars and it's virtually impossible to hold coverage that long the bills barely lost to the dolphins last week with all of their injuries with many of them lingering into this week and i would expect them to struggle a bit this week against possibly the best team they will have played this season in the ravens (laughs) All right, so before we go any further, the multiple shots at the Dolphins. <laughs> Number one, I'm just going to address them. Number one, barely lost to the Dolphins. There's no such thing as barely. You either win 
or you lose and the Bills lost. Number two, the best team they've played all season. Week two, we beat the Ravens. Two went for 450 and six touchdowns. And that was number a fluke. three. That was a fluke game. So, okay. It was broken so coverages. Like that was that was wild. You gotta admit that was like kind of okay. Like okay. you were you were stomping around the house throwing a fit because you were down 28, 21. Yeah, I, I mean, the, it was a miracle game. It was an amazing comeback for the Dolphins. I take nothing away from the Dolphins' victory. Well, I just don't think do. it. I don't really take it away from the Ravens that they blew that game. I think it was. Well, we just go back. We beat the Patriots. And not only are we three and zero. I just gotta get this in here. Not only are we three and zero, but it's who we beat. We go Patriots, Ravens, Bills. I mean, those Bills with three, an asterisk. With it, no, no asterisk. That's, I mean, that's play a way. The team on the field, okay? It's, we can't help. They didn't have a secondary. I mean, you guys have gotten all your ghosts out of the way, right? If you think about those yes. three teams, those are the three teams that have haunted you for yep. the last ten years. Oh, and seven. Oh, and seven against the Bills. Yeah, in well, the last I mean, seven games. Yeah, so so now you've got one in the bag. You'll obviously play New England and Buffalo again. Yep. This is a battle of two teams that lost to the Dolphins. That's right. In my mind. I don't know how to call it. Um, all right. So Maddie is on the Ravens. Managed to fire up Mr. No Days Off over there. He is not happy with the, the strays that the Dolphins caught. But we're locking in the Ravens plus three is the official pick for Maddie Stats. And he's on a hot streak. He's got back-to-back games. So I'm going to Las Vegas. We're going out to the Broncos, heading to Las Vegas, the 0-3 Vegas Raiders. Maddie, what do the stats say? All right, so we have 77% of the cash and 65% of the tickets on the Raiders this week. This one opened up at minus one and a half and moved to minus two and a half as of this morning. Both Derek Carr and Russell Wilson have been terrible with roughly 60 PFF grades for both of them. One thing to note is that Wilson has a passer rating of 46.8 while under pressure. And also, why is Russell Wilson so awkward? And when is Subway going to fire him? I saw like a one minute clip of him talking about a Russ danger sandwich or whatever it was. He said it was spicy. But it's like not like, I don't know. He's trying to do deadpan, but he's just like dead fish. Like I, I can't. <laughs> like, it's just so bad. Like he did all of his stuff is so the, awkward on social media. The Broncos media. hype video did the same thing. It was like super awkward. Tried to get everybody fired up. All right, Broncos fans, let's go. But it was, I don't know. I mean, what's up with Russell Wilson for a second? Like, is he, he doesn't look like himself. I think they hit him in Seattle. He, he's, I see him around more now than ever. And I'm not liking what I see. Yeah, I mean, Pete Carroll has just made him, I mean, he won a Super Bowl. They went to back-to-back Super Bowls. I mean, he's an yeah. MVP candidate. They he's, basically won I, two Super Bowls if they just hand off the ball. No, no. You know, All right, we're not going to get into we, that. But, we, so we got the Broncos heading to the Raiders. Both teams not looking good. Broncos managed to sneak out a win against the Niners on Monday night. I don't, don't know how that happened. But I'm just – I can't see the Raiders going 0-4. And I'm just going to hang my hat on my imagination here. And do I picture the Raiders being 0-4 at the end of this week? The answer is no. I think that they find a way to backs back. The urgency is there. It's a home game against a – team that has not figured it out i love this pick raiders minus two and a half 
and I gave it out to the VIPs on Monday when it was at one. So I feel really great about where the line's moving. Teddy, what do you think? Yeah, the Broncos, Maddie and I were talking about this this weekend. The Broncos have to be the worst looking two and one team in the league. They're two and one, but they look awful. I mean, their def- their defense is decent, but that offense twice just scored barely enough points to win. I like this pick, and uh, you know, I might I might follow you up and uh, give you some support there with the Raiders. I like it. Join I join agree. on. Let's follow together. The Broncos' only loss is to the Seahawks with Geno Smith. Like it doesn't make any sense. So. Not saying that they're not going to be a better team by the time we get halfway through the year, but I just think this is the spot where the Raiders, this is do or die. We're going to get, we're going to get a good look at what the Vegas Raiders can do this weekend. So lock that in. I'm taking the Raiders at two and a half. Mr. No Days Off is on the Chiefs at plus one, and Maddie Stats has the Ravens at plus three. Those are our pod picks for week four. Lock it in. Now, let's get right into our touchdown scores for this week. This is where we rank our top six touchdown scores of the week. We are coming off a great week. We hit three out of five. I say great only because the week before was really bad. Uh, It's still not up to where we want to be. We got let down by one of our favorite touchdown scores on this podcast, and Austin Eckler, who has failed to get into the for three weeks in a row. And Teddy, you called it. He's off. He's gonna. He's he's on the prove it to me list. You put score it, some touchdowns, we'll get you back on here. Put it on the prove it list. If you yep. track the prove it list for us, those guys have their best games when yep. we leave them off. So take them off the list. They score touchdowns. Touchdowns. So if you're a yeah. fantasy owner of Austin Eckler, this is your week because we're taking them out of our parlay. But we love the top six that we've got, so we should jump right into it. Starting with our number one pick, Mister No Days Off. What do we got? Jonathan Taylor. Uh, he's only scored one touchdown this year, and this is why we love him, because he's due. I mean, he's the best running back in the league. Do we not agree? The best running back in the league. They're going to feed him the ball. He's got plenty of touches. He's getting in the end zone. Maddie, why else do we love him? So the volume's there. So he is getting 75% of the workload for the team, and he's also getting 100% of the inside the five work. So he's that stud back. He's that alpha back. Uh, but the Colts have had to find themselves this season. A lot of change. I mean, we need Matt Ryan to to play well. I mean, obviously he's going to make Jonathan Taylor better if they've got to think about the pass. And they haven't had to. He's had some bad turnovers. He's not looked good. But getting a win against the Chiefs, got to give you some confidence. So we like Jonathan Taylor this week up against the Titans, which is, a, is an average defense against the run. The touches are enough for us to put him in our number one spot this week. Lock it in. Maddie Stats, who do we got for number two? All right. So number two, we have somebody who I never thought would be in our TD parlay, but we are putting Jamal Williams on the parlay this week. And he has been scoring touchdowns on a regular basis, but we've actually debated this a bunch and decided to stay away because we did not like what that looked like with DeAndre Swift. But with Swift not expected to play this week, we're expecting him to get somewhere close to 80% of the utilization. And with that, he's already got 100% of the inside the five work. So we love Jamal Williams this week. I'll jump to number three. I'll just say on the Lions, the Lions are looking like a contender in the NFC. Um, I'm not saying that they're a championship type team, but they could be a playoff team this year. 
and they're a tough out. That offense has some weapons on it, and Jamal Williams is one of the weapons we really like. So he's locked in at number two. I'll take number three. This one's personal to my heart. We've got the Steelers going up against the Jets this week, and I've watched enough Jets games to know that we are going to give up a touchdown to the very own Najee Harris. Maddie, what do the stats say? So he's still that alpha back in the backfield. He's getting plenty of utilization. Najee Harris is still getting 100% of the two-minute offense last week, and he's averaging 11% of the targets on the year, which means he's a wide receiver and a running back. We love that for TD parlays. Yep. He just scored from eight yards out last week. He's going to do it again this week. Love it. Lock it in. All right, number four, who do we got? Devontae Adams. This guy has 34 targets in three games. Carr, we discussed this after week one, is looking his way. I mean, that's over 11 targets per game. That's a crazy number. I love Devontae Adams because I don't think Carr is going to stop looking his way. Love it. We were saying it before the pod, before we started recording, he could be the easiest bet of the, mm. the week, only because they just want to get him the ball. And right now they need a win. So what are you going to do when you need a win? You go to your number one receiver. Love Devontae Adams. Who do we got for number five? Nick Chubb. Matty, why do we love Nick Chubb? All right, so the Browns have a 29% advantage against the run this week. So love that line. Love that there. He's in a shared backfield with Kareem Hunt, but we're expecting multiple TDs this week from a running game, especially with, as we've already talked about, Jacoby Percet, not a great thriller. Uh, and they are playing an absolutely awful Falcons defense. Nick Chubb could be an offensive player of the year. Could be. Three weeks. I mean, they're giving him the ball and scoring the touchdowns. He, let me tell you something. The acceleration on Nick Chubb for being 230, 235 pounds is unbelievable. He is so big and he turns that corner and guys take like the wrong angle at him. It's crazy. They like underestimate his acceleration when he's turning the corner. I've seen multiple times he's running like a, a wide zone or a toss play and he just gets that corner and goes. So yeah. we love him. Who's number six? Number six, we like Saquon Barkley. Maddie, why do we like him? All right. So the Giants may not be back after getting their asses kicked by the Cowboys this week. But Saquon is back. And he's showing a speed and a burst that we haven't seen in a few seasons. The guy absolutely dominates the backfield. He's the only person getting the ball in New York. You're seeing the points. You're seeing the touches. You're seeing the receiving work. He's covering the field from all angles. I love to see Saquon in our TD scorers, and I think he punches in at least one this week. It's good to see Saquon healthy again. I like him. He's a good dude. I root for him. I really like the Giants coach. You know, I hate the Giants for yeah. many reasons, but I like their new coach. Yeah. He's, you know, maybe it's the fact that he's willing to go for it on two-point conversion to like win or lose the game. I have something about it. Would your yeah. coach do that? Salah would do that. I just don't think it would have worked out. <laughs> we would have called like an option play with Flacco or something stupid. The first, it would have been the first time we called that play all year. That's what we would do in a two-point conversion game-winning situation. Don't don't pull me in there. Don't get me into that. I, one. I'm going to be honest. He doesn't seem like a math guy, and you got to really understand the numbers to know the going for it on fourth and one and fourth and two. And he seems like a great coach, great locker room guy. But I'm just going to guess the analytics might not be there. You know who's a math guy? Mike McDaniel. Big math. He is nerd. a math guy. 
big, uh, big like Mike Daniel. I liked, I, I liked seeing how he talked to the team in the locker room after the win. I saw that clip. Seems like he's got, I mean, those guys are buying in. No reason not to. Dolphins are hot, and we don't have to wait too long to see if they can keep it up tomorrow night against the that's, Bengals. That's right. All right, so that wraps up our top six touchdown scores for this week. We'll do a quick recap. We've got Jonathan Taylor at number one, Jamal Williams at two, Najee Harris at three, Devontae Adams at four, Nick Chubb at five, and Saquon Barkley at six. So let's get into the dad zone. Welcome to the dad zone. All right, this is where we help you balance your babies and bets. It's not just about giving you the sports bets that help you win over the weekend it's also about how to balance the babies and make sure that you've got time for all of this stuff and this weekend we're packed with another great schedule what do we got for the dad zone this week gentlemen the london game first one of the season uh 9 a.m the game's going to be on now you're going to have to adjust your day i mean wife kids football right but usually what we do at least in my previous experience you give up the morning right you give up to about 12 30 and that is all family and wife time but now we got a 9 a.m game so how how are you guys going to adjust your day in order to try to get in you know you, you can't watch the whole game you just can't no. breakfast wake up everything but are you going to get some time in how are you going to make that time to, to watch some of this game it's it's tough. I mean, the NFL is really creeping into a lot of our time these days. You know, they've got Monday, Thursday, Sunday. Now we got 9 a.m. This is a game looking at the teams that it might be the play to sit this one out. Mm. It might be the let me check my phone, check my fantasy, kind of see how it's going, maybe tune in for that fourth quarter, but not mm. try to sit in front of the TV. To your point, got we got to – we got to give the time to the family. This is apple picking season. We could be out apple picking at night. Mm. We got to be out of the house. <sighs> apple picking is rough. Oh, don't get it. I love that. I love it's, it. It's, ne- it's, it's a necessary evil, but don't get me started. I'm really? I love it. An apple picking. Give me a little apple donut. You dip it in the warm cider. Apple cider donuts. Yeah. I, I, the first time I, I went, my I kid ate the core. It was awesome. Climbing yeah, I, mean, I don't know if that's awesome, but I thought it was cool. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, no. Luca used to eat the core as well. He stopped. He, he's matured now. He doesn't eat the core anymore. Yeah, I mean, Carter loves it. You pick up the ladder. You put the ladder up against the tree. You climb up on it. He's got much better balance this year. It, I'm not saying we're going this weekend, but that's that's the time for the dads out there that you've got to put in. The yeah. Sunday mornings, fully engaged, making breakfast up early so you can get your time at 1 o'clock. So, so I, I already have the Thursday game. So I've already p- had plans. Hopefully Luca doesn't listen to this, but I got a little Paw Patrol activity uh, planned for a 10 a.m. I'm, I'm going to be honest, hand up. I didn't know about the London game. Did not know about it until a few days ago. Made this plan when I saw on the calendar that we're playing on Thursday. Luca and I go to a Paw Patrol activity. So pretty much... Listen, when we have that, when you have your bye week or you have a Thursday or Monday game, it's imperative to get that in with the family and be like, look, look at me. I gave up the Sunday. I'm yeah. giving up that Sunday right now. They yeah. usually don't remember, but you did it and you can go back to it. What do you guys think? So I'm going the other way in the sense of 
I'm going to go with the game on, but muted. So it's a strategy present with the family, Mm -hmm. but the game is on. I'm following along, you know, checking my fantasy players. Definitely going to wake up. And before I get out of bed, fire off a couple bets because why not? Uh, But I'm going to be there flipping a couple Johnny cakes, making the kids breakfast in the morning. And, you know, I'm just going to have it on in the background. That's my plan. You know, the problem with that, and, and maybe you can do it better than I can, but it, it opens, uh, it's an invitation to get yelled at because I'll start staring at the screen and not paying attention to the kids and wife. Yeah, too you know? much of a distraction. I yeah, got to I'm, off. I'm not good enough to to have it on muted in the background because then what happens is I just creep over and just stand right in front of the TV and everything else yeah. is secondary. Yeah. As a man who's burned a few Johnny Cakes in my day, I'm not... Uh... I'm not. I'm not doing that again. It makes a whole out. It's a. It's a whole event. And then the girls talk about how you burn something for like three days. It's yeah. Rub it in. Not, they rub it in. Yeah. They make sure you really. Remember. It's like really funny. It's like, hey, remember when you you messed up? We're just gonna talk about that for like two Love weeks. It. Yeah, it's Love kind it. of like your boys, right? Your boys always talk about the times you mess up. It's the NFL. Kind of seems like they know that they're creeping into a lot of quality time, right? Because they do these games, nine a.m. London game. But they make it the Vikings and the Saints. You know, yeah. and it's like not a tough game to be like, oh, I'll just get the stats. Yep. You don't you don't see Brady on these games, do you? No, it's usually Jaguars. Yeah. It's in the Jags. Dolphins over there the last couple of years. Well, they, the Jets. Too. Let's that not, year, let's, but, <laughs> yeah. Let's you know, Mahomes that never played in London before. That's not yeah. a coincidence. You know, and they did the same thing on the Thursday nights. I mean, Bezos <laughs> came in and said, If absolutely not. You are putting you are putting pro bowlers on Thursday night, or we're not doing this deal. And so, tell, how about that, real quick? You guys all Amazon Prime subscribers you had any issue with the Thursday night games? Uh, it's easy enough. I mean, I'm already a Prime person. I had to borrow the sister-in-law's Prime. There you go. Borrow yeah, Prime. Have Prime. What do I need Prime for? Convenience, everything. I realized they didn't have razors this morning. They got delivered 12 hours later. I didn't even have to wait a full day to get razors. I ordered in the morning and they were here before I went to bed. How much does Prime cost? It's like $119 a year. $10 a month. And you're in New York, so you're getting same-day delivery. It's like two clicks away from anything you need. I had the same experience. I like the filter on my refrigerator went off. I needed to replace the water filter. I ordered it in the morning and it was here by before I got out of work. I'm impressed you don't just hold the reset button. I mean, I, I had done that once or twice. It was on my conscience that, like, I can't do it a third time. This this is the problem with the reset button. At least at, on my fridge, the water slows down, so it makes you get a new filter. So, because uh, you're standing there with just a regular twelve ounce cup for like thirty seconds, and that may not seem like a long time, but thirty seconds while filling water is way too long. All right, I need like a eight eight to ten seconds to fill that cup. I'm out. It's, it's smart on whatever company yep. uh, fridge I have. Yep. Subscription so, business. It's the way to go. All right, fine. I'll get Prime. Get you Prime. Me. Lock it in. See, we're giving out tips here. As dads, yeah. you, you should have Amazon Prime. It makes life okay. easy. You never know what you're going to need. And like this is a game where you might just want to sit this one out. Put your yeah. bets in on Saturday night. Get your college football in. Um, but at 9 a.m. on Sunday, just be super locked in with the kids. That way at 1 o'clock... You can enjoy the day. Love it. 
All right, so that is another episode here of Betting with Babies. We hope that you enjoyed the show. We try to give you the winners so that you can win your sports bets and the stats to back it up. Whether you follow or fade, hope you make some cash. We'll see you next week.